scratchy throat Ugh. and kind of exhausted and tested negative. Yeah. The good news. But there's all these other things. And I just thought today, I'm going to power through this. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to eat a lot of fresh oranges. Um, and I'm going to say little prayers because it's the holiday. Exactly. And, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's, first of all, lovely to see you. And you are the most together looking flu patient I've ever seen. Oh, thank you very much. That probably means uh, the medicine um, is working. <laughs> the medicine is working. Yeah. But, um, it's an interesting place to start and also just wonderful to see you because the last time I saw you, you were with your son. Yeah, exactly. And, and he must be, you know, 24 years old by now. Cause <laughs> it's been a while. A lot has changed. He, he, was, he was a beautiful little boy yeah. then. I'm sure he's, but it's, uh, I actually, the last time we were together, you were with your son and your mom. Yeah, exactly. Which is the whole family. Yeah. But, I think it's a uh, it's interesting to to have the conversation about you as mom always because I think it brings up so many issues of you know when you talk to frankly a lot of men who are composers and dads yeah it doesn't come up no it just doesn't come yeah. up they're just doing their work they're like a lot of men focused on their work. And oh, by the way, I have a family yeah. somewhere, either in this house or at a home and I'm in the studio. Mm -hmm. You are a hands-on mom. Mm -hmm. Very much so, yeah. So hands-on that you're getting <laughs> the same germ. <laughs> yes, exactly, yeah. And I know you've spoken about it, but... When you became a mom, do you think that your music changed? Yes, I do. I I, I honestly, mm. I do think it changed. Um, and it's interesting that you start talking about this because I was listening to such a great podcast today about um, if it's possible to do deep work and be a parent. And uh, I thought it was so interesting because um especially in this line of work that that you know in in um, in the movie um industry it um it's like this norm that we have that you know you're supposed to be working on 5000 projects you're supposed to be working 20 hour days 7 days a week and if you're not you're failing <laughs> You know, and I thought that I, I thought it was so interesting to um, to just reflect a bit upon this because um, uh, yeah, I th I, th I just I think there's so much to observe about this way of thinking, and I th I think it's also um, you know I, I I met a girl the other day who was um, you know she was trying to get some. Uh, internships with some composers in in in, uh, in the states and and it was all about the um she said it the only question she got was how many minutes could she write you know and i thought that was also so in, in connection to this like i i thought it was so interesting 
because there's all these like um there's all these metrics there's all these measurements measurements of, of how much how long how many you know how many minutes how many awards how many you know hours do you work how many films have you scored and i i just think it's so it's so interesting because it's so um far away from how I think about music because I think music and art are so um you you know they they don't have anything to do with metrics in 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 my opinion and and the way that I have you know studied and made and, and composed music it has it has you know all to all to do with feeling you know how 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 you're feeling how the, how the journey of uh, um you know what you compose, like you know how how you get there, how it feels when you get there, and and what the what the essence is of of how you create. And I think that's so interesting in connection to to being a parent, because being a parent means that you um, you know, you're not going to be able to work twenty hours, you know, per day, seven days a week, and and I, I mean, unless you want to just have your child in, in daycare or have babysitter. My son doesn't even have a babysitter. He's never had a babysitter. <laughs> oh, wow. So I'm a very, you know, I'm a very hands-on parent because, you know, my mom was working all the time when I was a kid and, and um, you know, because she had to work three jobs to to support us. And I, and I really, you know, I don't feel like I, you know, that, that was just what she needed to do. But I, I, I feel like, you know, as a, as a parent, I wanted to to be there for, for my child more. And that just means that I, you know, I had to kind of um, realign my values with um, the, um, you know, time commitment and, and, uh, and project commitment, you know, and I had to really... Um, I had to really just make sure that I was, you know, putting the work that I feel like I need to put in as an artist, as well as the work as 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 I need to do as a, as a parent, but in, in a way that was, you know, fulfilling, uh, both creatively and, you know, parently. <laughs> You apparently, know, apparently. <laughs> I think you, I th- apparently, mm. um, I think you have just identified two enormous topics. Yeah, I mean something that, and for me, far more interesting than um, hey, let's what microphone do you like to use on your? Uh, you know that topic not so interesting to mm. me. Yeah, the topic mm. for a, for a number of reasons. Um, I think. In the two big areas that you just identified, first of all, it touches me deeply because I was an artist who had started to be a, I mean, an artist who became a father and everything had to change for me because I was very conflicted, super conflicted about how how self-involved am I allowed to be? How narcissistic yeah. can I continue to be? Mm. And so, uh, and I think that it was, it's a difficult challenge, but men have this, and I was graced with Mrs. Craft, 
who was sort of, I'm kind of going to work part-time and really be full-time mommy Mm -hmm. while you go off and conquer the world. Mm -hmm. Very traditional. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Though I found it much harder to be an artist. So I Mm -hmm. sort of, you, I felt when you were talking about it, first of all, no surprise, you are looked to as such a trend-setting icon uh, of composers both artistically and just the kind of life that you lead that in some ways the question you're asking is being answered by the way you're deciding to proceed which Mm -hmm. is full-time parently and full-time artistically so Mm -hmm. i i sort of hope you will never stop because others will look to you Mm, yeah to say well she does this she, she can't take a gig because she's going to be with her child. Mm-hmm. She's going to stop at dinner time mm-hmm. because she wants to have dinner with her family. So there's a part of me that says, please don't stop because we need to see that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think the bigger question that's asked is, as artists, what level of commitment are we required I always used to say, and I'd love to hear your thoughts, when someone said, well, what is it like to be a songwriter or a composer, and what kind of commitment do you feel you're making? I'd say, you only have to be willing to give one thing mm-hmm. your entire life. Mm-hmm. I, can't, yes. I can't figure out how to make music if I'm not living it 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I what I what I feel I, like what I feel like you know I, I think you know in, in connection to because I you know how like how I changed musically after after having my son I think you know and every parent will will know this that that having you know having a child really changes you emotionally you know because you um, you experience a love different than any other love that you've ever experienced in your life you know and 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 I think that and I think that as um as an artist having your emotional palette open up like that is a fantastic you know it's a fantastic thing because all of a sudden all of a sudden it's not all about yourself you know as 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 can be that the you know so much the case when you are an artist, you know, it's very easy to get very self-obsessed and, and you know, obsessed about what you're writing, obsessed about how your process is, obsessed about working 20 hours a day, like all of these things. And all of a sudden, when you have a child, and I guess like, you know, traditionally more so mothers than, than fathers, as you're saying, you know, um, because I think traditionally... You know, it's it seems like, or at least that that's what 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 was uh, what I was listening to today. Like the ha- being being a mother comes with um, a, a, like a, a wide array of guilt <laughs> trips <laughs> that are apparently you know yeah being a parent exactly. But I think you know often often so this um, the the guilt is stronger for women. You know, not doing enough, not doing you know not doing the right having the right, you know, anything really, you know, the right diet, the right laundry detergent or whatever, you know, you're kind of, you're kind of guilt-ridden. But I think this is really, I think this is really interesting in connection to, to making art and creating something, you know, because, 
Because when I had my son, what like the practical thing of what, what changed so drastically for me is that I couldn't be on tour all the time like I was before, which which meant that I had, you know, I had to just be, you know, because I, I used to just like tour 330 days of the year, you know, b- before I had them. So, so it meant that I had to just be more stationary, which meant that I had way more time to work on composition work that I didn't have before, which in return, like, you know, just made m- much more time for film music and, and which in return, I think, kind of, you know, changed my career path really drastically and, and, and hopefully, I, love that. Know, I think for, for better, you know, and that's kind of all, you know, all because of my son, <laughs> you know, I probably wouldn't be doing as much film music if it wasn't for him. <laughs> that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, selfishly, I made a similar pivot. That's where I said it wasn't easy to be an artist. I mm. started to make myself available to have a day job kind of maybe producing or being a studio guy or something and completely transformed from being an artist to have, because I had children mm. and that was important. Do you find that, um, well, first of all, I don't know if you've had this experience, your son, who was wonderful. I still, it's 22 years later, I was doing the math while he spoke. When my oldest was 13 years old, we had a plan since he was probably 10, that we were going to go to New York City for his 13th birthday. Mm-hmm. Dad and son trip. And Michael Kamen's X-Men movie went a day over in the scoring. I don't know if you've had this moment. And I had to say to my son, we're not leaving Friday, we're leaving Saturday. Because I, you know, it, you do that thing as a parent and as an executive and a, do you know that it's he's 35, married, happy, fully mature human being who still will say to me occasionally, you still owe me one day in New York. You know that, don't you? So I just, yeah, I want to warn you. <laughs> I want to I warn you that that's there. Yeah. You, I know you love to do something to calm yourself. I was reading about you enjoying something that I think a lot of us do yoga and meditation mm. but in this context does your boy ever knock on the door when you're <laughs> deep in the middle of downward facing dog i mean be, be, <laughs> oh be, my oh, god good. of course he does <laughs> i wondered if there were, was any sacred space because i've had that too doing yoga it was like dad yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, can i <laughs> just, just five one minute is no place safe but i got a studio out of the house Mm -hmm. is your studio in the house i did what dads do you know what i'm leaving the kids here i'm going to it i'm going to get a studio down the street do you work and compose at home uh well i i do have a studio outside the home but we're currently um we're currently moving studios so so we're currently building a new studio so right in berlin yeah 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 so currently I am working from home, which is, uh, you know, interesting, <laughs> but, um, but normally I work outside of the, outside of the home, but, but I, I find it's best to, um, you know, f- for making sure that I'm keeping up with my, um, with my yoga and meditation practice, which is, which is very important to me. Um, I tried to daily. Yeah. Yeah. Daily. I have a daily practice and, and, 
I'm envious. Yeah. <laughs> well, I find, you know, it, it kind of, it sounds, I mean, I, I, I live a very, you know, quite, quite the boring life. You know, I, I, I'm very kind of like, I really love routine. So, so I love, um, I, I know that my day is just going to be great if I manage to do yoga and then meditate and then practice and then, you know, start writing. You know, that's like, that's a perfect day for me, you know. But I think for, you know, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be hours. Like even if I do like five minutes of each, it, um, you know, that's even enough for me just to show up like a little bit because I think it it, uh, it just means that I've, you know, I've just checked in. And I, I think that that's really important, uh, both as an artist and a parent, I found, you know, because I've had phases where I, you know, where I'm horrible at showing up for myself, obviously, as, as, as everyone does. And I've just learned that it doesn't, it doesn't take a lot. And it just means that, um, you know, if, if I show up for myself, just even in the tiniest bit, it just means that I'm, I have a bit stronger connection to, to my body and to my breath and to my mind, which means that I can be more present for everything that I'm doing. And I think that because coming back to what we were talking about before, like, you know, whether or not you can work, you know, you can write for, for 20 hours a day or like, you know, how long you can write. But I've, I found that for me, it has, uh, you know, the, the way that I write and the way that I create, I think has much more to do with how present I am with what I'm writing and the quality of what I uh, what I create. And by quality, I mean, you know, I'm not saying that it's, you know, the best art in the world or the best music in the world, but by quality, I mean that that it's um, the most authentic. Yeah, the most connected to to what I feel like I really have to say, you know, because there are obviously I'm, you know, I'm the same as anyone. Like, you know, sometimes what I create is connected and sometimes it's not. And when, you know, when there's a there's a disconnect, then I feel like it's lacking in, in quality because there's less of of uh, there's less truth in there, you know. So so that the, the less of a connection I have to myself, that the less less I feel I'm connected to to what I create. And that, at the, at the end of the day, is much more important to me than sitting, you know, at, you know, in front of my computer or in front of an instrument or whatever for 20 hours because I'll write much faster and I'll, you know, write much more connected music, the more kind of uh, connected... Yeah, I mean, simply to my, to my joints that I am because I think it's a very... You know, creativity. I think it's it's a it's a very fragile process. I feel, but it's still it is very basic as well. Like it's it's very you know it's very elemental. I think I think the the more fluidity you have in your joints and in your ligaments, and you know the more free your mind is, the more fluidity and and freedom you will have in, in you know what you create and I think I think it's really as basic as as that and you know the more forceful you are towards yourself and you know the time you put in or the the, the metrics the sportsmanship if you will of of, of writing <laughs> you know the I more forceful yes exactly and it's like it's the athleticism that I that I don't connect with you know I don't connect with that kind that way of um 
that way of writing, you know. So so for me, it's all about, and it's as, you know, I, I can just as, as long as I just make sure that I have these basic things that I checked in with, you know, I, I know my back is going to be a little bit straighter and I know that, that what I'm writing is, it'll be a bit more connected. You realize... You realize that we can't share this in Hollywood because these are revolutionary <laughs> ideas. That, that it's it's heresy that you would take care of yourself before. <laughs> Imagine doing 20, that. But Matt, Matt, I know you had because we left off with the last, you. Yeah, the last two and a half years have been so wild. But we spoke mm-hmm. to you before pre Chernobyl release, mm-hmm. pre Joker release, pre Oscars pre-Emmys, pre-congratulations on all of your many successes. Tar and women talking. Yes, th- that, those, of course, the, the latest of this. But um, I wanted to ask you about going into the pandemic because mm-hmm. a lot of this is just the career track, you know, obviously, because we're talking about the balance of career and, and being a parent and all of that. But you are at the peak of your career so far in in film music as a composer winning an Oscar and the pandemic is setting in. I'm curious about the pressure that that added to you and maybe phone calls that you were suddenly getting, but also we're kind of in this weird, you know, period where things are not moving forward the way that they, they ordinarily might. Well, do you want my honest answer? (laughs) (laughs) Only. It was, for me, it was actually kind of nice <laughs> because, uh, because I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really not someone that, um, you know, I've never sought out much attention and I've never been very comfortable with a lot of attention. And, and, you know, I've, I've, I've been making music for over 20 years, you know, just in my own little bubble and, and uh, you know, not that many people have been, you know, paying any attention to what I've been doing, you know, most of that time. Yeah. And that was just, you know, quite nice <laughs> you know? because it just meant that I was just, you know, I was I was and I'm very grateful for that because, um, you know, I could. I feel like I had I had lots of time just by myself to really settle into to who I am and what I want to create and you know with without this pressure. So I, I feel like, you know, obviously when all of a sudden you're kind of thrown into the limelight, you know, like like because um, uh, that kind of happened to me quite quite suddenly and, and like Hilda. Yeah, exactly. So so and, and I think, you know, for most people, you know, um they were like, well, who is this person and where did she come from? And, and like, you know, all of a sudden, you know, a lot of people are are interested. And I think if I hadn't had the 20 years before, it would have probably been a lot more confusing, you know, and, and it certainly was confusing as well. You know, but I feel like I was I I, I know quite well who I am and, 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 uh, and, you know, what kind of person I am and what kind of artist I am and, uh and I think that, um, you know, all of that, um, yeah, sudden, sudden interest in me, it, it was, it just meant that I had to, you know, I was going out seeing people a lot more than I normally do, because normally I don't see very many people, you know, and that was kind of, took quite a lot of effort for, <laughs> for me just to be out and about so much. So for me, I was like, 
oh, I could really do with some time just like not traveling and not seeing anyone. And boom, like the pandemic hit just then. So it kind of and I and I kind of felt like I needed to like after all of that, you know, um, you know, kind of getting married to Mr. Oscar because you kind of like winning an Oscar, you you you, you kind of get this addition to your name because all of a sudden you're not just Hildegwin, you're Academy Award winning Hildegwin. <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know, getting married and getting this addition to your addition to your name, which is which is pretty <laughs> Mrs. Oscar. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of funny. But but I think for me it was just the perfect um it was kind of perfect to just you know i didn't need to explain myself to anyone because no one was allowed to go out or see anyone anyway oh, you know so that. i just I, I kind of took the opportunity to just rejoice and being at home <laughs> it's, it sort of fits your whole plan in that um you get this great gift of a moment but it's not a gift necessarily that you needed um i remember when after joker i think we had a conversation you know what are you going to do next and it was a little bit of I'm going to take some time. And I thought, that's anathema to Hollywood. Most people would say, oh, I have 18 movies lined up. Yeah, yeah. I thought, wait, you're going to take some time? It's interesting to hear this because what you're describing is, unless I'm missing something, it's very different from Lydia Tarr. Mm, yeah. What you're describing wow, what a is someone Robert. who's <laughs> self or Linda Tar, um, <laughs> which you find out. What a brilliant way to find that out. You see it on a thing on her wall mm -hmm. in the Kate Blanchett movie. Mm -hmm. But she, well, as you're speaking, I'm thinking she's self-obsessed. Mm -hmm. It's about her only. And look what happens to her. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have, a, I, I know we've, I'm far more interested in hearing about how people negotiate their life than how they create you know film music which is fabulous but talking to artists at, about what it's like to live in the world is so fascinating that being said however did you write in the movie tar the music that she plays on the piano and picks out those notes okay yeah. good because i was wondering and when there's a scene for all of you who haven't seen the amazing movie Tar, um, where she's working on her own composition, and I think her daughter comes over and changes a note, maybe raises it a half step. And um, did you make that decision too? Yes. Yeah. It was the cellist that she's uh, um, that she's that. They, oh, the yeah, cellist. Yeah, You're right. Exactly. The, cellist the cellist comes over and says, note. "Maybe yeah. you should try the." The E flat or whatever it exactly, was. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which I loved more. Yes. I loved the cellist's exactly, edit. Exactly. Yeah. It was yeah. more emotional for me that melody. Exactly. Exactly. And that's kind of. But I just wondered, did you write? I it? did. Yeah. 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 So so and that's what I found so interesting because I think because um, I I feel like a lot of people um, get a little bit shy about classical music and about not knowing enough about classical music to to understand it and therefore you know they they can't share their feelings about it because you know they don't know enough to to have an opinion and i and i always feel a bit you know i always think that's a bit sad because i think music any music you know i i don't think you have to have any degree in order to appreciate it or not appreciate it you know just you know 
I, I think I think music uh, um, should be able to speak to us on an emotional level rather than uh, um, to our intelligence, you know, and what we've what we've studied. So I, I thought that it was so <clears throat> because because Lydia Tarr is so brilliant in this movie, and she's like you know on the top of her career, as you say, and she's she's so. Un, she's such an unstoppable force, you know. Or that's the persona that she presents outwardly. But but you know, we we do find out that she has a much more fragile side to her. And I think that you know her, the the process of her writing music um, had to be completely the opposite to the brilliance and bravado that she's that she's uh, presenting on stage. And I think that you know, writing. A melody is something that that an audience um, would probably understand much better than if she's writing a chord progression or if she's writing something a bit more complicated. So, because I, I, I wanted it to, I wanted it to be very clear to everyone, you know, what what she was, what she was going through and the doubts that she had uh, about herself, and also that you know, because in in these like small these small changes, these small musical changes that you can do. And it's so great that you, um, that it spoke to you so, so, uh, strongly because that, that's exactly how it spoke to me. Like the, or how I wrote the melody originally was that the way that the cellist then changed it into, and I was like, that's the, you know, that's the, how the melody should be, you know, and Lydia Tarr is like, you know, the, her process is not seeing it as as you know as you know with with the connection because she's not connected you know so and then by just changing this half step all of a sudden it changes everything you know in the in the melody and i think that's unbelievable yeah to me i think and i think can, that's so that you, interesting just that by this tiny change you can change so but it much. goes from the head yeah that melody she had mm. or you wrote mm. was intellectual and I thought, okay, that's why people don't understand classical music. Yeah. It's kind of heady. The cellist changes one note yeah. and it's emotion and it became exactly. oh I, wow. wow, I'm so And it's almost you. those yeah. those two those two characters maybe are yeah. intellectual and the cellist is clearly passionate and yeah. and vibrant and connected. Uh and so I never really until this conversation realized I knew that the note you know, I'm watching the movie, you change the note, and I kind of go, oh, I like that one better. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about the the resonance of why. And I thought it's it's a, it's a more emotional feeling. Yeah. But um, what a great film. And, of yeah. course, Women Talking is such a new style for you. And I think that that theme is going to i hate to say it but you're going to have another marriage ceremony i think with mr i i i don't want to jinx it but that theme is one of those great movie themes yeah yeah i feel really strongly about it too it's it's a theme that i've it's a it's a theme that's lived with me for a long time and i always um you know how sometimes you write music and and you just know it it has a place in the world, you know, and, and this place just never had presented itself. And I thought that when the time is right, this melody will will resonate and this melody will, will have, a, you know, will have a life. And and uh, and when the time came and this movie came and and, and, uh, and I was, 
you know, I was I was struggling a little bit with approaching this subject with with the amount of um, openness and uh, connectivity that Sarah was um, was wanting to 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 uh, approach because I was just so angry on behalf of these women. I was so angry and I was so sad. And then this, mel- I I remember this melody, and I just thought, this is this is the place. Like this is where it has to live, and this is this is exactly this is exactly the place that this melody belongs. You know, and it just and it just did. It just married this. It just married this film. You know, this story, and and I'm so I'm so grateful for it, and I'm so grateful that um, that this melody got the home that it deserved in this incredible film i just think it's it's so gorgeous you know it's so so heartbreaking and heartwarming at the same time and i think it just speaks to our times in such a beautiful beautiful and important way and i think sarah's vision both you know for this film and as an activist and as a writer i don't know if you've read her book but i really really strongly strongly um, um, recommend her Highly and strongly recommend her book because it's just she has such a beautiful and inspiring way of 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 seeing things. And parenthood is is one of them, which which I think is is so fantastic. Like she speaking about being a, a working parent, it was the, so important to her that the 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 shooting days finished early enough for people to be able to go home and put their kids to sleep. No, and I think that that speaks so much about how this film is made and the love and the care that is put into this film and the love and care that Sarah provides for her people, you know, her collaborators and, and uh, uh, um, her fellow artists. And it's just, it's so inspiring. I just, I, I loved working with her and I loved getting to do it. And to even her. hear that, it makes, my first thought is, how many male directors men directors said let's you know let's take a break so i can go home for dinner um not a lot that i can remember so (laughs) i just will leave it there but so i i treasure these stories and i hope that you're setting a new standard for all of us and Hilder, how do you feel given that there's been a lot of talk? This is ramping up again. You're going to start getting calls again. A lot more calls, probably. <laughs> but there's yeah. a very real possibility that you are nominated for two scores this year. How do you feel about that? Well, you know, it's... the, the Honestly, how I feel about that is um, Nick Cave wrote this incredible letter i don't know if you've come across this um he and i this is another recommendation to everyone that um uh, listens to this podcast um he wrote a letter when he received the mtv awards or he was he was supposed to receive the mtv awards and he politely declined because he said that you know with the utmost respect um my creativity is um is too sensitive to be brought into to the world of awards and and, uh, and into this environment and and you know he 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 just he, he you can google this letter it's it's online and he because he obviously you know is a master of words and he phrases it very eloquently but i i basically you know i i find it very important to 
remember his words and to remember his uh, um, his way of of honoring his creativity um, through all this talk of awards, because obviously you know it is it is you know huge honor and 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 a wonderful you know a wonderful um, opportunity to to receive these awards and 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 you know to be nominated or even to be you know considered to be nominated and I think it's been uh, you know a wonderful thing to to get to experience but I think at the same time it's not why I create you know it's and 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 even though right. I'm I'm very honored and I'm I'm very flattered but but um it's not the driving force of of my creativity you know and and uh and I but I but I hugely I hugely um yeah, but like you know, love the, the 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 opportunity to get to 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 celebrate filmmaking, you know, and to fel- to celebrate mm, um, uh, you know creativity and to celebrate you know my fellow composers and and fellow artists. And I think it's so fantastic. For example, this this year that um, that all the the the, um, the branches are being celebrated again. You know that that everyone has that all the branches have a chance to come up there, and I think that is a that is a cause for real celebration. You know because I think that is it's really important. I think in um, in in a world where everything has to be faster and more entertaining, or that's kind of what what people perceive is the direction that that we want to go towards. You know, but at the end of the day. I'm not sure it really is, you know, because because I th- I think that we're also underestimating, you know, what the, the joy that I find in the Oscars is just, you know, it's all these people that have just worked so hard and they've dedicated their lives and 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 often, you know, the the times with their with their family to to bring mm. to bring these wonderful stories to our you know, to our screens and, and to, to our attention and, you know, stirred up all these wonderful feelings in us. And I think that's, you know, I, I really cherish the opportunity to get to celebrate with with uh, um, with all of these people. But it's not the, it's not the, the driving force for, for what I do. And, and, you know, but if I if I do get nominated, I, I will I will be there to celebrate with everyone else. You know, I cherish the opportunity to speak to you. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I and I I think that you've just given me a good idea to bring back to at least the the music branch, which is we're going to have a family Oscar where everyone that's nominated gets free seats, yes, <laughs> so they can bring their entire family to the show because we want to show that the music yeah. branch cares deeply yes. about being slow and thoughtful about all aspects so that we lead a resonant life because that's actually what counts as much as the work we do the relationships we have are what really get us through the day i think think this has been one of my favorite conversations as it always (laughs) is because (laughs) we got to talk about real things hilder can we send you some emergency or some oranges or some <laughs> call is there a is there a pharmacy in in berlin that 
as the the right medicine. I hope you feel. Oh, better. thank you so much. I appreciate that. I I just got. I I think the the medicine that that my husband brought me is is kicking in. So I I am therefore able to have this conversation. At all. Fabulous. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just appreciate it. I love seeing you, you and hearing your point of view. For those of you that are listening, Hilder has two amazing scores currently available and coming out, Tar and Women Talking, and they're both remarkable. And now you get a chance to hear why they are remarkable hearing the composer's point of view. Hilder, thank you. Thank you, Hilder. Thank you. Thank you.